Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle programs created for your goals and your reality. No magic pills, no judgments, and no time to waste. Let's get into it. Hey gang, I'm Justin. This is the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Thank you as ever for tuning in. I wanted to reach out. We've got a lot of questions lately. I am totally recording this on Monday morning, and I'm going to drop it as soon as we're done with this. I suspect we don't edit it or anything. We're just going to throw it out there because I've gotten a bunch of messages, DMs on Instagram. It's a great way to reach out to us if you want to, emails, all these things, people asking about individual programming while their gym is shut down. We're based in Philadelphia. Philadelphia gym shut down last Friday through at least the new year. And a bunch of people have reached out, some gym members, some not gym members. Uh, I'm gym members, I mean, uh, you know, I also work at a, I work full-time at a gym, and members of that gym asking for individual programming, which is totally something we do through the gym, as well as lots of other people reaching out to feel strong on their own for one-on-one programming and asking, should they be doing one-on-one programming while the gym is shut down? Should they continue membership of their gym while their gym is shut down? And I want to be really clear. We usually suggest that people continue supporting their gym. Right now, especially if you're a member of a small gym, a CrossFit gym, a boutique gym, a small studio, the likelihood is that that small gym, that boutique gym, that CrossFit gym, that studio is having a really hard time right now. There's there, there's lots of, you know, every situation is different, but like every small business, this is devastating. I'm sure if you know people in the restaurant industry, service industry, same situation. Any small business that has been shut down for a second time is sort of looking for a lifeline. If you want your gym to be there on the other side of this, if it's a place that's important to you, if those people are important to you, if it's a thing that has brought you more value than you think you pay for, which is always the idea to you know over deliver on this stuff, then Feel Strong officially suggests you keep your gym membership. That said, for the at-home piece, if your gym is not providing you what you need, you have a couple of options. One is to ask for what you need. Maybe they do what you're looking for. We have the gym I work at full-time. We have an at-home program with several levels that people can do, depending on what kind of equipment you have. We have a, you know, I have a totally, you know, kitted out home gym. I have, you know, two dumbbells or maybe one kettlebell and we'll give you like a dumbbell or some kettlebells if you don't. And we have a, uh, I don't have anything. I'm in a studio. I can't even get outside version every single day. That's the workout. Maybe your gym has something like this. If they don't, maybe they're willing to do it. Maybe they just haven't thought of it yet on the same thing. If you're like, I like your at-home stuff. I like the Zoom classes. They're okay. I don't know if anyone really likes Zoom classes, but I need, I want to work towards some individual goals on the shutdown. Can you help me? And they might say, yeah, totally. We can do that. That sounds like great fun. Good coaches like to coach, want to do this kind of stuff. If you ask for it, you might just get it. So before you cancel your gym membership, and go running around, and I'm well aware that this is us turning away some business, but it's for an important reason, and an ethical reason, and an empathetic reason, before you cancel your gym membership, and go looking for the next cool program, why don't you ask for what you want? Now, if you don't think you can get it, if you don't trust these coaches or this business enough to deliver it to you, if you don't, it's not the kind of place, Justin, look, it's great, it's convenient to my work, 
you know, I like some of the people I'm in class with, but these aren't those kinds of coaches. They're not going to write individual programs. They, you know, it's mostly cheerleading and it's a nice place to go, but I need more than that right now. Great. That is what we do. And here's some things you should be looking for in an individual program. Here's some things we deliver to everybody. And whether you're with us or not, here are some things you can look for in an individual individual program and maybe some things you can ask your gym for, right? First things first, built around your goals. What is it that you want? Now, if you want an experience just like I had coming to class every day, that's relatively easier for your gym to deliver. They can just write you the same program or maybe the same program, but now based around what I described before, based around your equipment. Maybe you publish a workout and then everyone gets an email saying, hey, you know, today it says power cleans, but I know you just have that one dumbbell, so you're going to do alternating arm hang power cleans with the dumbbell or whatever it is. Some way to exactly dial that in. But if you have goals beyond, I want to do exactly what we did in class, which almost everyone does when you talk to them about it. I wish my upper body strength was better. I need more stability. You know, I have this hip thing that's been bothering me. I would love to run the 5K that my town does every year in January, and now I'm going to be home for it, and I, I've never actually run a 5K before. These are all great individual goals that we can, you know, put at the heart of an indiv individual program. On top of that, what equipment do you have, right? Uh, so many people are at home now. Certainly everyone in Philadelphia is not going to a gym. So here are your goals. Okay, great. What equipment do you have available? And tell them everything. I have... A set of stairs in my house. I have a backpack that I can fill up. I have some books and water jugs. Uh, I have access to outdoor space. This is huge. I have places where I can run. I live near a hill. We had a client the other day who three weeks into their running program mentioned walking up the hill behind their house. And we said, we asked about this specifically in the intake form. We, our standard intake form we send to everyone. One of the things we ask for are, are there any hills around? because hills are a utility. It's it's super useful. And they said, "Oh, I, I forgot to mention that." And yeah, now they have a now they have hill sprints next week. So maybe maybe they'll regret mentioning that, but it's super useful and will drive them toward their goals. So your goals, your equipment, frequency and duration. With people working out at home, everyone's schedule has changed a little bit now. So if you used to work out for an hour, maybe you have more time. Maybe you have less time. Maybe you've learned that when you're doing shutdown and work from home, you really need like a 30-minute workout, and that fits in great between breakfast and when you're required to check on for your first of 75 Zoom meetings that day. Let them know. It is no good to have someone write you a 90-minute workout when you have 30 minutes. You end up feeling frustrated, you end up feeling like a failure, or you end up feeling like the program is useless, which it sort of is, because it's this giant amount of time which you, you can't possibly accomplish. Frequency. How many times a week do you want to work out? If you are someone who has always worked out six days a week and you want to work, six, uh, work out six days a week, that's totally cool. If you're iffy, if you've been not super consistent, look back on the past five, six, seven weeks and try and take an average of what you usually do. Not what you wish you did, not what you hope you did, not what you like to tell people you did, but what you actually did. And if you actually average three days a week, start with three or four days a week. Don't start with six days a week for the same reason that we just talked about with the 30 minute versus the 90 minute workout. If you get 
a workout delivered to you via True Coach or whatever program you're using six days a week, and you only do three of them, pretty quickly, you're going to start feeling like a failure. And feeling like a failure is going to lead you to do fewer and fewer workouts or feel less and less good about the workouts you're doing. Whereas if you had just started with three days a week and you got those three, or maybe you missed one, it's far better for your long-term success. Being overly ambitious, especially at the start of a new cycle, a new program, a new way of working out, a new modality of working out, can be the death knell for progress. This is analogous to saying, mm, you know, I want to lose some weight. I'm going to stop eating all carbs and all sugar, and I'm going to do intermittent fasting, and I'm going to track every macro, and I'm going to weigh myself five times a day, and I'm going to make sure my hydration is 1.5 times body weight in ounces, and my protein is going to be 1.25 times body weight in grams, and, and you see where I'm going. Like, it's far, far, far too much to handle. You're trying to go from 0 to 100, and we just need to get up to steady cruising speed. Do not go crazy. Do not ask for more than you think you can do. With everyone we work with, if you are working out three or four times a week, and you do it three weeks in a row, and then say, hey, I think I can handle another day or two a week. Absolutely, 100%. But if you're someone who is consistently missing a workout or two a week, and something happens and this is, this is often an emotional reaction, you reach out and say, hey, um, I could I have an extra workout a week? And can you put a core finisher in all of my workouts? And I think I'd like to do a little more cardio. Then we have to have a conversation about what's going on, where these goals came from, and what is actually realistic and achievable for you, as opposed to a thing you wish you were doing. Lofty goals that have nothing to do with your reality are not useful and they are harmful. So things to ask for from an individual program, make sure they're based around your goals, make sure they're based around your situation. So what equipment you have available, what time you have available, both the duration for each workout, and this can vary day by day, and how many times a week. On top of that, certainly any injuries, limitations, things you can't, can't, aren't comfortable doing or can't do, and this totally is situational based. Also, if you can't jump in your house, let people know you can't jump. If you can't put weight overhead because you're at the ceiling of your ba of your basement gym is too low, tell people you can't put the weight overhead. Totally reasonable. Any coach sort of worth their salt, anyone who's good at programming and has been doing this for a while can adjust around all of these things. But if you don't tell them, you can't get it. All of this stuff is part of our intake form. All of this stuff is super basic. This is what, you know, this is step one from where we start. We also always start with a movement assessment with new clients that may not be applicable if you're working with your home gym. So I'm trying to help people. If you're a coach working for a gym or if you're someone who goes to a local gym, this is sort of an easy skeleton to either provide for people or ask for your coach to provide to you for an individual program. These are challenging times. It's a challenging situation, and we want to help. We're going to leave it there. If you have any questions, please reach out. DM us on Instagram, feelstrongfit, usually the best way to get in touch. You can certainly hit up the email, check out the website, all that stuff. If you want to reach out for an individual program, we don't work with everyone, but we'll talk to anyone. If we don't think you're a good fit for us, we'll send you on to someone else. If you want to ask questions, and we've had this before, we totally do it. If you want to lay us, uh, lay your gym's program on us and say, 
hey, is, is this, will this work for my goals? I asked for this and I'm not so sure about it. Send it along. We're not going to talk shit on other gyms. We're not going to put anyone down. We will just objectively evaluate what's going on. And maybe we can show you why it will work for you. Maybe you're not feeling super confident because it's not shiny and sexy and exactly built for you, but it might be just the thing you need right now. And if we can show you how supporting your local small business is exactly the right thing for you, that is exactly what we want to do. Thank you so much for listening. Feel strong. Thank you so much for listening to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Please visit us at feelstrong.me, DM us at feelstrongfit on Instagram to get started, or just pick our brain. If you could rate and review us on iTunes, five stars, write something, it makes a big difference. Folks, we don't work with everyone, but we'll talk to anyone. If you're ready to get started today, get in touch. Thank you again, and feel strong.